You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Johnny Freeman. Now, if you don't know who Johnny Freeman is, you might know the brand Johnny Fly. And let's talk a little bit about Johnny Fly. Now, we love cool shades and we love, you know, the environment too. But what is a former race car driver, Johnny Freeman, who decided to put together new product lines of sunglasses and leather bags in a more sustainable way? How do you go from being a race car driver to being a producer of one of the coolest brands here in Charlotte? We're going to learn all about that. Now, get this. The frames for these shades are actually made from recycled cotton and the arms are made from wood. So you have cotton and you have wood. Such a cool combo. Now you heard that right. Now he sells them online and from his flagship store in Noda that bears his racing name, Johnny Fly. And his leather bags, well, we'll let him tell him a little bit more about that. But we're so excited to have Johnny Fly himself with us here on the Brand Butters Podcast to tell us all about his brand. And it's going to be so neat. So Let's let's talk about sunglasses, my man. Thank you so much, and welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast. Hey, thank you for having me. You're too kind, too too nice of an intro there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Johnny. Lies. Great to see you, man. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Um, tell us, man, where where'd you get the entrepreneur spirit? Where'd all this thing begin? You know, it's definitely uh, it, it comes in the family, but it's something I've always uh, always loved doing, always been passionate about. So it's uh, you know I, I was selling rocks in my neighborhood, painting them gold and selling them as art there when I was five, and you know uh, candy in middle school, and you know that kind of whole thing. So I've always uh, always had a, a something I wanted to hustle, I guess. Did you mention a family business in that intro, or I don't believe you, so. Or did you just did he was a race car driver, race car driver, yeah, and that was that the family business. No, no, you know, and aspiring. Like I was trying to make it, so I didn't make it. So I, gotcha. I don't. I wasn't some cup driver F one, but I did a lot of racing. So that yeah. was a, what I always thought I'd be doing. So, uh, but no, uh, yeah, we, um, you know, out of high school, that's what I was. I was doing full time. Uh, but my family business was a Charlotte based. Like they had retail stores. So I grew up under the dash of cars, working on cars my whole life. Uh, you know, and it evolved over and uh, started a hobby, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. It, it is so neat. Um, when we talk to entrepreneurs and we, and we just recently launched our, our 200th episode, it is amazing how many business owners start their intro of where'd you get that entrepreneurial spirit by selling candy or rocks or anything they possibly could. Scott Dunson has his own story. <laughs> he has his own story. Yeah, the rock one's a new one. But it's unique. It's it's like it, it's not that you necessarily were built with that, but you had that passion to succeed. You wanted to to, to learn and and you started to hustle. And now we're gonna jump into what your brand is and what you guys do. So you had mentioned a little bit that you were a race car driver. That was your passion, working with cars. Tell us how does somebody that is so kind of in bed with that, right? Like that's that's kind of the path you're on, completely change that and now create some of these amazing, where you consider it Charlotte-born eyewear brand. Definitely. You know, it was, uh, it was long, you know, obviously a long story there, but it's uh, it started as a hobby and something I really, really cared about. You know, I was uh, working back in my family business, kind of post-racing career, you know, still still holding on to the dream, but, you know, it wasn't really going anywhere at that point. And, um, you know, I found myself where I eventually just need an outlet for artistic things I always wanted to do. Uh, and something I was always passionate about was eyewear. Um, but I was passionate about a lot of things at that time. And if I dreamed it, I made it. I'd wake up the next day and laser some new prototype and I'd design shoes and jeans and hats and hoodies and shirts. I, I thought I was going to do it. You know, we were just going to be a giant brand overnight and I'll make all these things. Um, <laughs> and someone uh, much smarter than I pointed out to me, hey, you're doing a lot of stuff good, but nothing's great. Like, 
I was spending 80% of my time on what made 20% of the money. Uh, and where is your true passion at? Where, where do you want to spend your time? And I was like, well, you know, I wear is my dream, but it's, that's too big of an elephant. I don't know how I'll ever get that to be what it needs to be because that's a really tough industry to be in. Uh, and really to get the level of quality that I wanted to eventually be at, I was like, I, I don't even know how to get there. Uh, you know, and this was a different time too. You know, it was internet, you know, finding sourcing was a little much more difficult, uh, you know, and, and uh, it evolved. So we were, you know, I guess it was six or eight months into kind of messing with the brand and building this whole online idea. And I said, well, let's hack some sunglasses together. So we found a bunch of parts and pieces from defunct brands and different stuff and got wooden arms and screwed holes in them and took them to the trophy shop and engraved our name on them. Uh, I did about 60 of them with my brand new girlfriend at the time, who's now my wife and, and mother of my child, but, uh, and uh, my roommate, and we like, hey, this will last all summer, and they were gone in a couple of days. So uh, we did about 600 ourselves while I went and learned sourcing from there and found how to get it manufactured and how to bring the designs to life and uh, failed a lot of, lot of ways along the way, <laughs> and, uh, you know, which is the best part, and, and it kind of evolved into what it was, but it was truly a hobby there for years. I mean, I think the first couple of years, it was my 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., you know, hustle and building websites. And I love I love digital and graphic design and web design and, and social media, organic, old school social media, not what it is today. But, um, you know, that was a key to, I guess, early success. When did you start Johnny Fly Company? Um, officially, it was, um, I think, March of 2012. So nine years ago uh, was the official like website launch. And that was uh, at that time, it was a handful of T-shirts, a couple hats and some wooden phone cases we lasered. So uh, and it evolved, and I think about six months later is when we launched some eyewear uh, and kind of wrote, wrote into what it is now. So it's it's a, been a huge evolution, uh, and I have I have literally on the wall I've uh, pronounced every version of the website over time because it was so gaudy in what it was and what it is now. It's so funny to see the transition, and I give my wife a lot of credit for keeping me clean, white, light, bright, and airy now. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it looks great. I'm on it right now. Well, thank it's, you. It's neat. Like I love that you you have that so you can see it. Right. Like it's, you know, the, the most successful people we've had on this podcast, they fall in love with the process. They fall in love with the journey. They don't fall in love with the success. They don't fall in love with the money. They fall in love with the journey. And I think that's probably something that you look at daily, weekly, monthly and go, wow, like maybe you're having a tough day. And then you look back on that and realize like all the challenges that you've already overcome. And that probably gives you that extra juice to kind of get through that day. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I say my, my wife would call it my a negative, negative aspect of me, but I'm very nostalgic. <laughs> so I, I love to hold on to everything. I have every piece of print material we've ever done. You know, I've got one of everything we've ever been a part of. Uh, and I've literally probably got two pallets on the pallet rack up there full of just stuff that I don't need. Yeah. <laughs> but but I, I'm nostalgic. I love going through that stuff. I was like, one day when we have the big giant office and beautiful thing, we'll just put it all on a wall somewhere. But uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it's fun. Looking back, it's not, you know, it's as much of where you've been as where you're going for sure. A hundred percent. Currently, how do you go to market? As far as... Um, is it is it website sales? Is it retail? Is it wholesale? Is it... So know, we are... Tell us a little bit about... Yeah, there, there, it's multiple multi-aspect um you know kind of what we're doing we have our brick and mortar store in charlotte which is our flagship um hub our, our warehouse is a like a mile down the road our shipping and receiving is is literally in the basement of the same building um and then we've got a satellite store up in cornelius uh, that we launched during the pandemic so it's still getting speed under it but it's great um you know and that's kind of home base that's where i started on my dining room table up there in huntersville all those years ago um so it's kind of a little bit of a homecoming for me but, you know, we um, beyond that, you know, the, the direct consumer of the store, which I'll talk a little bit more about, but the uh, 
we also do wholesale. So we've got around 50 um, dealers around, well, I guess the world actually, but m- majority in the U.S. Um, that uh, that carry so different boutiques and brands um, that, uh, and also doctor's offices on the prescription side. Um, and then beyond that, we do some corporate gifting, which is a world that you guys are definitely into. Um, and we've done some really cool collaborations and special things with different um, companies and, and unique, you know, opportunities and giving uh, situations. And then also with charities like similar to the Greg Olson deal that we talked about and uh, made the great pair for R4R for and Hardest Yard um, where all the proceeds go to those guys. Um, and, uh, you know, the, those are kind of the three aspects we we're playing in a lot, you know, and between the, those yeah. keep us pretty dang busy. So <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, they're, you know, we're always open. I, I've had to learn over the years to just say no sometimes because I'm always, if there's a small opportunity that could be something, I always want to have my hands in it. And then I realized that we're just so stretched out and we're a small team that do a lot of work, uh, you know, and definitely couldn't do it without the great people I have, but certainly you do have awesome people. And I, I was uh, blessed to be able to meet a lot of them at the Greg Olson golf tournament, which thank you not only for being able to partner with them, but creating a really amazing piece of eyewear um, that is, is tailored to them specifically. And all of those proceeds go that way. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned when we met, that you kind of gave me a little bit of um, of insight into into why eyewear, right? Like, why is eyewear the key? And one of the things that you mentioned was that you know you look at everybody trying to to show off their style, right? And everybody can you can have unique shoes and jeans and and pants and and, and shirts and, and anything, hats. But like, there really wasn't that for eyewear, right? Like, at yeah. least the way that you liked it and the way that you wanted to represent yourself and your branding when you went out there. Tell us why eyewear. And, 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 and why have you been successful in that category? Man, I've always been a, a sunglass like fanatic, eyewear fanatic. I mean, I did wear glasses uh, when I was much younger too. But, uh, you know, I remember my first like cool expensive gift uh, that my dad gave me was a pair. I think they were Nike, but it, it was a $100 pair of sunglasses. Yeah. And that was my like most prized possession. I, I loved it. Uh, and I've kind of been hooked ever since. I've always like just gone after the weirdest, wildest, cool brand stuff. You know, through all the different you know eras, I, I would never wear a lot of those things <laughs> that I have in a drawer. But I always look back at them because it's so funny. Um, but you know, I wear one of those things for me psychologically. Um, it it just changes your feel and your look. No matter how you're feeling about your day, what you have going on, what you're wearing, if you have the right outfit and not a right outfit, uh, you can really show your personality and definition of of who you are and what you're wanting to represent. Um, through that or, or hide behind them. You know, it, it's a, you know, throw in shade. I mean, it's, it's literally, it's such a, uh, personal experience with, with sunglasses to me. Um, you know, and then I wear in general, but, um, that, that's something that was super important to me. Uh, and as a, as a male, we, we can't carry handbags or, or we don't have all these other accessories and all these jewelry and all these things to change our outfit or, or, or dress it up or dress it down, but our sunglasses or eyeglasses can do that. So, uh, like selfishly, that was what I would always thought, but, uh, it's, um, you know, it just makes it unique. And I couldn't find what I wanted on the market when this started. I was like, I want something different. Um, and it wasn't there. And if, and if I can't find it, let's see if I can make it. And, uh, you know, it was a means to a beginning and we, we started making something that was cool. You know, it, it wasn't, uh, anywhere near as technological as it is now, but it was something that nobody had seen and I didn't want what everybody else had. Uh, and majority of all these brands are owned by one big company. And I started learning a lot about that when I was much younger, I was like, okay, this is why everything looks the same. This is why there's not better technology. There's got to be better technology out there than these old hinges that the same ones that they were using in 1950, it's the same three barrel door hinge style hinge and, and plastic injection molded and all this mess. So, 
over the years, it was that was the evolution. How do we find a better hinge and find an engineer that can build us a hinge for this? And uh, so spring hinge and acetate out of Italy, which that acetate materials, which you touched on, is uh, is incredible and uh, just an evolution of, of trying to make something better. So it's interesting. I, I was my next question was going to be why why wood why compressed recycled cotton frames? Is that because that was not out there, and it or is it also because you're now being able to to challenge yourself to source the top materials to make your product so unique and sturdy and better and and just something that will last. For sure. You know, it started, um, you know, I, I cared about, you know, environment and trying to do something sustainable, but, you know, it, it honestly started originally with how do we make this not break? Um, and originally it was the hinges always break. That's the first thing you break on your glasses. So we added spring hinge. We, get, we built this technology into the frame. We were still using an injection molded front section with a wood arm. Um, and then it evolved into that now because we're taking the pressure off the hinges, the plastic is breaking. Um, so we started researching materials and, and sustainable materials to try to create the front. And we're, we by no means like brought this to market. I mean, acetate frames are something we see in higher end ophthalmic prescription glasses. And we're seeing it more and more in some other independent brands. It, it's becoming a little bit more uh, mainstream, but it's still fairly rare to use the good stuff. Um, and through that evolution, we learned a lot about acetate. Uh, found a couple sourcing, uh, none of the big guys would talk to us, none of the great ones, you know, in the beginning. Uh, so we started with what we could get our hands on and, and it really changed our perception of what makes a great frame uh, and what you can do with it and adjust it and create, uh, you know, so we, we're basically creating a prescription medical grade frame for a standard sunglass consumer, which is typically not the thing you're, you're going to make the sunglass one out of much cheaper, you know, uh, engineering and manufacturing. Um, so it's, it's, it makes it just uh, all around better frame. <laughs> That's How so do cool. you go about like sourcing, you know, because everyone has a different shaped head and, and different <laughs> yeah. style and, and ladies and men. And, so true. Um, how do you how do you keep up with that fashion? Um, is that part of your role or do you have a team around you that is all about design or? I, I feed off everybody. You know, yeah. I definitely do feed, you know, but that is ultimately my my uh, passion is, is trying to come up with, you know, the next it of whatever is going to be it for us. But we also... I'm very um, convicted and we do not, uh, I don't want to chase fast fashion. I don't want to chase the quick uh, trend that's definitely not going to be here in a couple couple months or whatever it may be. Um, you know, we want something that you're going to have for a long time that you can still break out of your drawer in two years and still wear it. Um, however, we want to have whatever's fresh, new and, and, and be on top so you can get another pair of Johnny Flies. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, we touched on, but, you know, the store, opening the store was huge for us. Uh, and a huge for me as a designer, whether the store was making money as a retail thing, it, it was huge because I was able to see what people wanted and what they what we didn't have or what we were missing. Uh, and you can't do that on the website, you know. Sure. Yeah, you know, you know that people left because they were on this page or they were did whatever. You can you can track all this analytics, but you can't do that on. Um, you really don't know why they left on a website unless you're you're doing something. So in the store, and especially in Charlotte, where no one's from Charlotte, so I'm basically getting getting a. Uh, a sampling of people from all over the country all the time and with all types of different backgrounds uh, learn what we're missing and, and it's been a huge benefit to our product development is when it goes to national sales because the store is just the thing so I literally even if I'm not on the floor I'm sitting in the back listening and I know what we're missing or what face shape or, or like hey I wish I saw this color if I hear it three times okay I'll think about it if we hear it 30 times we got to make this color right. or, or this shape or, or whatever it is so uh, it really helps us fill those gaps. Awesome. Something unique that, that we learned about your brand is that, you know, although you are local into Charlotte and you do local pop-ups and people can find you, uh, not only even at your brick and mortar, 
you have a global presence and you started to pick up in different areas of the of the world really before you you took off here in Charlotte. How fascinating was that, number one? <laughs> um, but ultimately, you know, what, what did that feel like? And tell us tell us about that experience. You know, that was super unique. Um, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, we were still shipping out of my house when this happened, uh, you know, we, which was wild. I mean, we, the, uh, it took over my house. Three, it, it, sometimes both guest rooms, the garage, the kitchen. <laughs> like my wife literally was like, the, we got married and we were still like everywhere. It was like we had a kitchen and a bedroom. The dining room was, and nothing else was, was for us at that point. Uh, the sunglasses everywhere, lenses everywhere. Uh, but, it, you know, at that we were, um, all of a sudden we started seeing this big international pickup and we're like, Okay, they noticed us first, and and at one point we we're 60% Europe, Europe over the U.S. and Europe and and Dubai and you know Australia. We, we were kind of shipping all over the place. I'm like, what in the world is going on? I was like, I must be the world's best fashion designer because I am just so far ahead that Europe loves me. Uh, and I quickly realized that you know that's not the case. But it was um, at that point in time it was unique because the dollar was low, the euro was high. You could buy products 30% less. Oh yeah. You know, and, and so and we had a cool product to put out, and we get a couple publications. In France and in, in Britain, like GQ, uh, Britain GQ picked us up and a couple of things, and, and it really just launched us. And, and the price point was incredible for them at the time. So we were uh, we were just shipping hand over fist, which led us to partner with a guy over in Holland to open our, our warehouse in Holland. Uh, it's been five years, I believe. Um, so we we manage them and stock inventory and have a completely separate European website that kind of manages that territory because it's a completely different consumer and the way all that works. And it gets past all the all the red tape of trying to ship overseas, you know, trying to manage oop, the yep. direct to consumer over there. So that's such an interesting story. Yeah, it, it really is. And how do you, how do you control like trademarks and people knocking off your brand and things like that? Is that becoming a, an issue or? Yes. You know, it was, um, years ago, it was a little bit more, uh, you know, in sunglasses, like I always say, you know, there, there's a, definitely some talent to put, putting it together and coming up with these shapes and working on it, but it's two eyes, a nose and two ears. Uh, we're all working with the same thing. Someone's had something somewhat similar, like you know, it, it, there's unless you're making flamingo-shaped pairs, it's 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 only it's only <laughs> right. but so different from the next guy, uh, sure. except for what materials you use and colorways, and you know, it's like sneakers. I mean, a shoe's a shoe, but you know, it's it's what how you embellish it, right. I guess. Um, but at the same time, um, you know, it happened early on. I had like one sourcing person, you know, that was kind of helping me overseas to put all the pieces together. And then they were taking whatever designs I had sent to them and send them to Brazil or sending them over there. And uh, so it's definitely happened. Um, you know, we, we look at those things all the time and it's like, okay, you could copyright a frame shape or, or a frame way, but by the time you spent six ten thousand dollars to do that one frame and do the colorways and do the whole thing, by then I've already changed the frame. Right. Uh, by the time all that's done and I've spent all that money. So I think we just stay ahead. Um, I always see things we did four or five years ago. I see it back out there on the market somewhere else. But uh, but now we do control all of our material and all of our sourcing uh, are in-house. So like we directly control the acetate material and the woods and where that's coming from. And, and then the CNC house that may do the work for over there. So we try to control all those aspects. So no one has that one key on the button, uh, you know, and no one's holding all of our designs uh, and knows exactly how to get everything put together. So that's awesome. I guess that's the highest form of compliment in a way, right? Yeah, People yeah. are knocking off your designs. <laughs> exactly, and, yeah, and definitely. <laughs> but it does, you know. I mean, it is. It, it's tough, yeah. It, but, yeah. 
We just had 704 shop in here and they talked about they made a shirt for Thomas Davis and they went and did a photo shoot with him at the stadium and they didn't know he was going to wear that into a press conference. So we did. And it just said Thomas Davis is really good at football. Well, that T-shirt, they said immediately after the press conference, it was getting knocked off all over the place and they hadn't even made the launch yet. Right. They were doing the photo shoot. So they had to bump everything up immediately. You know, it's just one of those things. Right. Like everybody's racing for that quick buck. Um, But like Scott said, it it is the ultimate compliment. If people want to try to copy what you've done, you're doing something right. Um, one thing I want to kind of shift the business and we actually just had the hardest yard walk in here and we were waving to them. You've done an amazing job of partnering your brand with other, you know, nonprofits, creating something that's so unique to not only raise money. Um, is that something that you always wanted to do in your business and tell us what you do to not only give back to the communities, but if there are nonprofits out there, you know, that could, collaborate with you that could have, you know, the opportunity to create something that's totally unique. I'd love to kind of hear that experience and, and where that passion comes from on your end. Absolutely. No, we, we have, we love doing that type of stuff. And it's something we are, we're very passionate about. Um, you know, the landscape's changed a lot in the past year or so. So it's, we're kind of getting our feet back under us and finding, okay, here's the, the avenues and where we really want to put our, put our uh, focus on, on, on helping. But like the hardest yard, uh, that was so much fun. We love doing that, and their events. We always love supporting their events and giving back for the events. But the uh, being able to build a pair with them was humbling and amazing. And the fact that they wanted to do it with us was 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 uh, uh, you know I love it. So, uh, but yeah, and they're gorgeous by the way. You guys see them? They're awesome. They, they're they're so awesome. unique. Yeah, I mean, they're it, awesome. people buy them off the shelf just because they look great, and then we tell them, hey, well, you know, all the proceeds and blah blah. blah. And then they're oh, okay. They, give me two instead. Uh, you know, they're they're uh, they're super unique, but. You know, we, we love doing that type of stuff. We, we've got a few things in the works right now with a couple other organizations that we really have been passionate to work with um, that uh, soon to be released and, and get out there. But uh, yeah, we, we've you know, always look for the right opportunity and, and the right the right people and, and be able to um, you know, get the voice out there. So your website looks fantastic. I um, was scrolling through a few pairs. It seems like your price points uh, on the retail level are anywhere from 100 to 200 bucks ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where your target price is? Yeah, one thirty-five is like the majority, um, and one eighty-five is our what we call our Galaxy class stuff, which is a little bit uh, more extensive engineering and metalwork and and some unique uh, uh, specialty uh, technologies over the, on on that end. But yeah, we we strive to have the best technology for every piece of the puzzle. Uh, you know, soon to be released, we're, we've got a new lensing technology on the sunglass side that's you don't see anywhere. Uh, and it, instead of saying, Hey, we have the same lens technology of Maui, or we have a similar lens technology of Oakley, or we have doing this. I, I'm ready to say I have better. Uh, and, and we're not Love too it. far away from that. We've been working really hard on that. Um, you know, and that's kind of across the whole board. I mean, I, I don't think we've ever, uh, someone asked, well, what's the next product you're going to try to develop, you know, outside of sunglasses. I'm like, I'm not done. Like I, we, th- we can perfect this. I mean, there's, there's room to make this bigger and better. And that's something we're working really hard on. Uh, you know, because we, we, we want to be on that, that stage. That's pretty sweet. That is. Yeah. Absolutely. And price point wise, we're, we're, oh, we're lo- lower than your Ray-Ban guy. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not, oh, we're, yeah. we're not the, the quick grocery store, but we're not, we're not the Ray-Ban size, but we're giving you the Ray-Ban or Maui technology and, and that level of quality, uh, if not better in some areas, um, you know, for, for a bang for the buck. And we warranty the lifetime warranty, everything. If you run them over, sit on them, dog eats them, 35 bucks, we fix them. Like we want to keep oh, them on nice. your face. That's I was really going to, I was cool. just about to ask you that from yeah. like a sturdy standpoint, because the biggest challenge with any glasses that your sunglasses that you buy that are a hundred or $200 is it's like, I hope I don't break these. Yeah. <laughs> I hope <laughs> I don't right. drop these, but like, it's inevitable. Like oh, they're yeah, going to fall off your head. You're going to, something's going to happen. So that's really cool that you back everything. I, I mean, I, I would assume the reason that you back them is because 
you make them to last, right? Oh, like you're absolutely. not, this is, you're not in a business of repairing or replacing, but you will if something crazy happens. Absolutely. Well, and the crazy, I mean, we, we have, I have a box of like the wildest uh, repairs that we've gotten in. Like I've got <laughs> skydiving accidents, all these crazy dog shoes. I've got car accidents. I've got, uh, I mean, we have tons of, we, I keep little notes on them all. I've just got a box. I want to make like a resin coffee table out of them one day. So, uh, <laughs> but it, so it, the guy law, hold on. I got to go back to the skydiving guy. Like, so skydiving <laughs> with $200 pair of sunglasses, <laughs> I, hey, to each their own. Did, he did they just fall off? <laughs> did they just fall off in the middle of the air? Like I bet I, we want to. We need to find these skydive guy. We, I, we need to need create to, a treasure I hunt. Find him. I bet you they're laying in the dirt somewhere, probably still intact. <laughs> well, so I, I, I ha- so I have them because oh, okay, 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 for, okay. for repair. Okay, oh, uh, I got you. Oh, yeah, well, I, think, I thought he just lost in midair and they're, they're somewhere. I know that would there. be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think he landed hard and then face planted it from one. Oh other God! Story, I know. I was like, but is his face okay? Supposedly, yeah. He wasn't bruised. At least he said that. At least he didn't have the nose piece version, so that that'll oh, probably that, hurt a little worse. Yeah. But that's funny. But you know, for, for those programs, like you know, that's definitely a loss. Like that's a marketing budget for us because it, our customers are our best marketing. Uh, they look interesting on your face. Everyone's gonna ask, "Hey, what the heck are those?" I mean, I was just at the coffee shop and somebody said, "Hey, I love your sunglasses," and I was like, yeah. oh, "Johnny Fly, you know, check it out." You know, but that is we get more of that there. So keeping it on people's face is the most important because if you lose your pair, break your pair real quick. You're going to go buy whatever next sunglass hut. Go grab what you need to grab because you need a new pair of sunglasses. Definitely. Uh, so if you're like, hey, nope, I'm going to send it back to Johnny Fly. I'm going to get it fixed. You're going to keep wearing your Johnny Fly. And that's uh, the most important thing to us is keeping them on your face. Yeah, so, we – go ahead. Uh, do you have any pair that float, like for outdoorsmen? And so they, they sink slowly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I was thinking like – Hey, there you go. Wooden cotton material. I just I wasn't yeah, sure if yeah. like there was any of that technology built into some of them. Or? Yep. And, and the cotton yeah. side of things, I mean, we say that, but it's it's like a cotton uh, polymer byproduct uh, with uh, you know some wood resin and all this type of stuff that gotcha. makes that. But acetate's incredibly – I would say anyone go look at Mazzucchelli, um, Italy. Go watch their videos and see what's truly in acetate because it's a super unique process. Um, you know, and it's, uh, it's really special. But – um, but yeah, they sink slowly. There's nothing, uh, you know, a, a real true wood isn't going to, you know, sink or float like that, especially uh, now that we, we actually layer the wood and crosshatch it to make it stronger. We used to do a solid piece, but you get air pockets, you uh, get little things where the, it's just going to break. Uh, you know, it just has uh, no durability. Um, so one of our evolutions along the way. So no, they, they, um, they definitely don't float all the way, but we're working on it. If we were to come to your retail outlet in your shop, um, do you have a crew there that sort of helps you? Like, nah, man, don't go with those. Like, these look a lot better. Like, this style's perfect for your face shape. Oh, yeah. uh, is that you that does uh, that? Or, well, like your, I, I love your to team? do that. I've had to learn to get off the floor because I'll just get up there and I just want to talk to customers all day because I, I just, and, and then I'm the worst because I don't want to take their money either. I just right. want to, <laughs> like, because these are my children. I just want them to, like, yeah. ha- have these creations. I'm so happy you love them, you know. Um, so I, I've had to learn to get off the floor a little bit more uh, and listen and let, let my great team do what they do. Uh, but but fitting is so much fun. That's that's what we have the most fun about. It's it's the experience coming in the store. Let us fit your face. Let us, you know, we'll, we'll give you opinions. We'll do this. You can FaceTime your significant other and ask them what they think. You know, we, we see all, we see it all the time. Yeah. Uh, we'll have the customer that comes in and tries on two pairs and said, that's the one, I'm out. And we'll have the person that'll come in, fill the table with 14 of their options, and we have to work down into one. Uh, and the store is unique because I can say, okay, well, I can throw this extra lens that I've got in the back that's this other colorway that no one in the world has, and we can kind of change that up. Um, but, you know, the other, you know, fitting is our most favorite part to do, and that's why we do all these pop-ups and get out and about, um, you know, those even, if we don't sell at pop-ups, it still drives traffic to the store. Um, and you get people who learn about the brand and up prescription is a big piece of the brand now too. So awesome. And one of the cool things that we talked about, they close at eight o'clock. They're in an awesome location. It's a great spot for a date, right? 
You can go in there, bring your significant other, pick out some sunglasses, then go get a drink, have some dinner. It's a great spot. And the experience is what, what it's all about. And that's exactly what Johnny was just talking about. Like he loves the fitting. He loves helping people out. So that's so cool. Tell us what's next. Like, what can we, what can we dream about for Johnny fly? So many dreams, you know, I'm always <laughs> thinking, you know, uh, okay. I'm a, if I, uh, waited till anything was perfect, I never put anything out. So that's yeah. one of those things. There's so many things, uh, up my sleeve. Um, you know, our, our, we have a lot of technology on the website that I'm working very, very hard on uh, to up, update what we're doing online and, and the capability of bringing that offline experience online truly and giving you all that information that uh, we can give you in store, but in a without making you read 14 paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're working on that online experience, uh, even though I feel like it's very it's pretty good right now. Um, but it's, um, technologically, there's some great things we can do there. Um, Passionately, I really love brick and mortar. Um, you know, it's it's a weird time right now finding people and help and the right people. I have great a great great crew. I have my uh, my what is it six people who do the job of forty in my opinion. Um, you know, if I could duplicate all them, I, I would open three more stores right away. Yeah. Uh, because the stores are really what put the feet on the ground and get people to try it on. I mean, in person, I believe is coming. I mean, brick and mortar is coming back in a way, at least in our industry. Um, and, and there's something special about that. So. Uh, and then beyond that, I mean, July, this is the first, we're going to drop four new shapes. So shapes, the actual frame shape takes a long time to develop. Uh, that's something uh, that takes a lot of R&D and a lot of back and forth. Um, and we're going to drop four new shapes in July, which I've maybe dropped one shape a year. And oh, wow. that's right. You know, I think I did two in 2019 and that was like a big deal. Uh, so, and they were both women based. Um, so these are going to be but unisex and, and kind of going both ways, but this is kind of a big drop. But 2020, like, let us rip the notebook out and say, hey, what, what design's halfway figured out? And let's let's lock these in. And so we're, we're super excited. I love it. I think yeah, like so late July, actually. So we're, we're not too nice. far away. All right, I'm coming by and oh, here we I'm go. buying some pairs. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this pair right here is, uh, let's see, your, your UFO. That's that's my wife. Like, she, oh, yeah. th- that is her, that's her, that's her nugget. So, like, if I could yep. go, I'm, dude, I'm going to get some cool points today, man. Ooh, oh, I appreciate it. How far is your shop from here? Oh, um, look at this. I think it, it took me 12 minutes, I think, over okay. here. Okay. So, yeah, not, not, not bad. A 12-minute drive. Get her a little but, surprise gift. And if, if they don't quite fit, I assume oh, you have yeah, a return we do, policy. Yeah, quick and like easy. That. You have 30, yeah. 30 days, 60-day exchange. But, you know, we're flexible. We, we want you cool. to love them. If they sit in a drawer, you're not wearing them. Yeah. So we, we want to find what's going to work. Yeah. your best marketers. Yeah, that's You get it, man. I love your sense of business, and obviously you have a long history there. Yeah, and um, we talk about this yeah. a lot. You, you sell a walking billboard, right? Exactly. I mean, your brand is something that people wear. When people fall in love with that, they become your best marketing tool because yeah. they talk to their friends and, and people buy from brands that they that they either know and respect or that their friends, family, colleagues know and respect. And since they know and respect this person, they're like, well, if they're wearing Johnny Fly, then it's that, good for me. That's right? what we hear And the I'm going to go check that out. So. You totally understand that, man. This is so cool. Um, I was excited to, to not only meet your team and look at some of the sunglasses, but it was a pleasure to get to meet you. Um, you know, before we kind of wrap this up, you know, what are some things that you want people to know, not only about Johnny Fly, they, they maybe they don't know, but ultimately, you know, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you and, and support you and, and, uh, and A, yeah. buy your sunglasses. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're in Charlotte, come <laughs> yeah. by the stores. Yes. If you're not, you know, check us out online. We've got a chat there. So we help with fitting on the chat all the time. Oh, nice. Uh, we're launching a video chat in a couple of months where we can actually like talk with you, look at your face and go over some of that kind of fun stuff. That's cool. You know, AR is coming down the road. But, yeah. you know, there's some cool stuff that's happening. But, uh, uh, you know, but johnnyfly.com, you know, at johnnyflyco, you know, Instagram is, is the thing. But 
you know, we, we all live and die by, but it's so much fun to, to um, interact with people in, in that kind of realm. But, you know, I, I think the most important thing is it's all about being unique. Uh, that's unique is our, our keyword and what we live by. Uh, no two pairs because wood can't be duplicated. Uh, you know, it's not manufactured. You can't make two pairs alike. So there's no, you know, and same with our acetate material, anything with the textures that's cut from one big sheet. So your spots or dots, lines, whatever the colorway is not going to be the same as the next guy. So your pairs is unique oh, as you are. Very cool. That's um, awesome. You know, and, and in a uniqueness you can only find in nature. So it's it's super special. So that's what we, we just want that out in the world and uh, bring more people into our Johnny Fly family. So you hear that right now. If somebody steals your Johnny Fly and you see them wearing them, you'd be like, Bo, I know those are yep, my yep. Johnny Flies. Yeah, that one has that, wood, are, that yeah. wood vein right there. I know there. exactly where yep. my vein is on the side of my that's wood. That's right. That's awesome, dude. Um, so I wanted to, before I guess we, we let you go, johnnyfly.com, check them out on Instagram. Um, you know, thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome to learn more about it, but I, I, I'm just excited to see where you take this from here. Uh, it's so neat to bring in somebody that is from this area. Well, at least, you know, now, and, and you've now created a global brand, whether you, you, you consider that or not, you are right. Cause you're shipping all over the world. And, um, it's people like you that make our community great, man. Take a, a passion and idea. And maybe you were going down a path that you thought was going to work in being a race car driver. But guess what? You you pivoted the word of the yeah. of the year <laughs> and you're doing something completely different. So if you're somebody out there and, and, and you're trying something, it's not working. Don't think that it's all over. Right. Like you might just not be doing the right thing. Yep. There might be something else Absolutely. there out there. And then what you did was look inside about what you were passionate about. And you went back on that first pair of sunglasses that your dad gave you that were Nike, that were hundred dollars that you, that was your absolute dream. And you took that passion and now created that into a completely different career path where you were always around cars earlier. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's so neat. F filled a void that I never thought I could right. fill with anything else. I would never would have dreamed. So exactly. It's super, super special. I love it, man. Well, uh, like awesome. I said, it's a pleasure to uh, to get to to meet you. I always tell people that you know, like, share, comment, check them out, buy a pair. Uh, especially the hardest yard right now. We'd love to be able to support TJ and Greg and and uh, and Kara and 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 Talbot Absolutely. and and the whole family over there. Uh, but again, thank you so much for for joining us. And uh, until next time, you've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com. <laughs>